Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. This week's portion, Vayetzeh, is the story of Jacob growing up, moving away from his family, building a life for himself. If you remember from last week, Jacob and Esau are twin brothers who are at each other's throats. Jacob swindles his brother out of his birthright and his blessing. And Esau wants to kill Jacob, so Jacob runs away. That's where we meet him here. The Parsha begins, Vayetse Yaakov mi Beersheva. Jacob left Beersheva because he didn't want his brother to kill him. He makes his way to the east. He meets a woman, Rachel, falls in love, works for her father, Laban, also his uncle, for seven years to be able to marry Rachel. But after seven years, Laban deceitfully gets Jacob to marry Rachel's older sister, Leah. So Jacob works for another seven years to be able to marry Rachel, then another six years to gain flocks for himself before finally making his way home with 12 children, two wives, two concubines, and a lot of flocks. So in 20 years away, Jacob has grown from a scared kid into a family man. He has wealth, he has experience, he has children and wives. He's ready to go home and see his brother again after so long. But that's the end of the portion. At the beginning of the portion, he's none of that. He's just a scared kid. Jacob left Beersheba. The Torah portion says that he came upon a place and slept there for the night. We can imagine that Jacob must have been terrified. He's just left behind everything he knows. He doesn't know exactly where he's going. He doesn't know exactly how he's going to get there. He doesn't know what will happen along the journey. He has nothing and nobody. He falls asleep and has a dream, a very famous dream of a ladder reaching to the heavens. And the text says that angels were going up and down, and God stands on top of the ladder looking down on Jacob and says, Ani Adonai, Elohei Avraham Avicha Elohei Yitzchak, I am the eternal God of your father Abraham and God of Isaac. God goes on to promise Jacob that the land where he's lying will be assigned to his descendants that his descendants will be as numerous as the dust of the earth and will fill the land. And finally, and maybe most importantly, God says, Remember, I am with you. I will protect you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Jacob wakes up from this dream and is shaken, is blown away. He says, Achen yesh Adonai b'makom hazev lo yadati which might be best translated as, holy crap, God is here and I didn't know it. And with that, Jacob now has the strength, the the wherewithal, the belief in himself to be able to continue his journey. This is a seminal moment in the Jewish story. What we have here is the introduction of a new idea. Ancient people largely believed that gods were tied to certain lands. Cities and countries had their own patron gods. For example, Athena is the patron goddess of Athens. And when you traveled from place to place, you would worship or acknowledge the local gods. 
Now, that was problematic for the Jews because, well, first of all, we were monotheists and only believed in one God. And second of all, relatively early in our history, we were a people in exile. Our country had been defeated, our temple had been destroyed, and we, or our ancestors, were far away from home. So according to that ancient set of beliefs, that means that either God has abandoned you or God has been defeated, which leaves you quite helpless here in exile. The Jacob story comes to say, no, that's not the case. I am with you wherever you go. This new idea, and it was new in the ancient world, is probably what allowed Judaism to survive in exile, to grow into a thriving civilization that could exist anywhere, that was based on Torah and text and tradition, rather than on the temple and the need to be in Jerusalem. Judaism as we know it exists today because that shift occurred when the Jews were exiled, and it's captured here in the story of Jacob. So in the end, this is the story of finding God, finding holiness in unexpected places and in scary moments. It's an ancient lesson, and it's one that our people needed a long time ago. But it's also a lesson that we're learning again today, over and over again during this pandemic. In fact, the last nine months have been the story of finding community, finding spirituality, finding meaning, finding God in places that we didn't expect to in cyberspace, on Zoom, in the spaces between us, even when we're not able to be physically together in a room. For months now, I've been leading Shabbat services every Saturday morning on Zoom and teaching Jewish classes on Shabbat mornings and during the week, again, on Zoom. And while there's definitely an element missing, there's no question that I think we're all missing eating bagels together and chit-chatting and being in a room together. It is amazing how people come together to support each other, to make meaning, and to continue to build community, even in these times. We've done it for our Passover seders. We did it for the High Holy Days. Some of us did it for Thanksgiving this past week. Like Jacob in the Parsha, we are on a scary road. We don't know exactly where it leads. We don't know exactly how long it will take. And we don't know exactly what will happen along the way. But also, like Jacob, we're learning how to reach outward and how to reach upward. Like our ancient ancestors, we are learning that sometimes you need a paradigm shift, a realization that God can be found in places that you didn't expect it. Holiness is to be found all around us. This pandemic won't last forever, but I suspect that the things we're learning from it will. And like Jacob, we will be made stronger. We will be able to thrive because of what we're learning, because of the communities we're building, because of the ways that we reach out to each other here and now. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment. And please pass it on to a friend. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.